Good morning, my brothers and my sisters. I will trust in the Lord. We greet you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dr. Willie L. Patterson III, pastor of the Redeemed Community Church, located at 6254 Howells Ferry Road in Mobile, Alabama. This broadcast is sponsored by the Redeemed Community Church's Outreach Ministry. And we are certainly glad that you've tuned in to another broadcast from the Redeemed Community Church. We just appreciate old gospel and old songs. We don't own the rights to any of it, but we thought we would share an old number uh, saying the old church way, I will trust in the Lord. You know, we started a series last week on deception. And deception is in the land and deception is all around us. But we will continuously share these messages in hopes that our eyes are open and we are well aware of deception, deceptive people. And even if the spirit of deception comes upon us, that we recognize in that the Holy Spirit will cause us to be convicted by our deceptive ways, our deceptive behavior. And so let me give you a few announcements, just one major announcement. On tomorrow, it is our Family and Friends Sunday. Our deacon, Deacon Anthony McMillan Sr. will bring the message. And we're hoping that you can spend some time with us on tomorrow in fellowship as we worship the Lord and then immediately following 
the service. We will have repassed. We have uh, repassed prepared to go. Some people have to leave, and we understand that, and we have food ready for those that want to sit down and just continue to fellowship. But we invite you to come share with us on tomorrow in the sanctuary. Our masks are still required in our sanctuary. It's out of a safety precaution. But we hope and pray you will be able to come share with us. We are excited about what God is doing in the ministry and the outreach of the of the community, outreach to the community at Redeemed Community Church. The church is blessed on Food Bank Saturday to feed 70 families, and we just thank God for that ministry and its continuous um, endeavoring efforts to serve the community. We thank God for our laundromat ministry. It continues to soar as well. And, of course, we're forever grateful to God for the after-school program. Everything is going well there. So we just thank and praise God um, for those ministries. Now, let me give you a scripture this morning, and then we shall endeavor. That's my word today. Endeavor to engage and dissect and give you some warning signs and some guidance about deceptive people and, and the spirit of deceptiveness. Uh, the scripture this morning comes from 1 John 4 and 1. He says to the readers, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. I want to talk about test, examine, prove, and scrutinize. Oh, yes, my brothers and sisters, that should be our anthem, that we will trust in the Lord until we die. There's a reason for that, my brothers and sisters. Uh, the word of God reminds us to trust no man, uh, put no confidence in man. Uh, so our trust has to be in the Lord. We know that man at his best will fail you. Psalms 118 and 8 said, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Michael 7 and 5 says, trust ye not in a friend. Put ye not confidence in a God. Keep the doors of my mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom. And so, brothers and sisters, we begin to understand this trusting 
and the deceptiveness of humanity at a young age. Um, we believe that relationship that we start is the only one that it will go through the test of time and it's been purified and glorified and sanctified. And, but somewhere along the way, trust is violated. We know that part of the problem with deception is, and the scripture always bears out witness for us, for if a man thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Sometimes we mask up and give that persona that we are who we claim to be, and, and sometimes we lift ourselves higher than we ought to lift ourselves. And so we have been charged by God to pay attention to the things of the flesh and the things of the spirit. I said last week that the flesh is where we have our problem. The flesh is where the struggle, the flesh is where the ego, the, the super ego, if you will, kicks in. And so the Bible teaches us in Galatians 5 and 17, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. So this trust factor and people, when they trust you, they, they, they have confidence in you that what you say with your mouth, they believe it. But I've learned, oh, I've learned, my brothers and sisters, that we must test. We must examine, we must prove, and we must scrutinize. Life will teach you the necessity of, of, of not just blindly trusting a man, blindly trusting a woman, because they have a flesh in them. And that flesh, uh, who who can know the heart? Because it is desperately wicked. Man's thoughts will go wayward because we, we still operate in this flesh. Paul said it best. I know right from wrong. I know the things that I ought to do, but I find myself doing just the opposite. And Paul concludes that it's no longer I that do those things, but, but the sin that dwelleth in me. And so if we say we have no sin, we lie and we deceive ourselves and we make God out to be a liar. So then how do we minimize? How do we mitigate the brokenness as a result of being deceived. Deception costs. You might want to write that down somewhere. Deception costs. It could cost you your life if you're not prayerful and careful. Let me come here, Jim Jones. Oh, people believe Jim Jones, but he was a, 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 a wolf in sheep's clothing. Matthew 7, 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. And this is where the challenge comes for us as God's children. We let our God down, G-U-A-R-D, our God down. And as a result, we take people at face value. We believe that they said it and therefore we should trust them. And so consequently, our whole arm of God is just, we just disarm ourselves and we, we, we lay there waiting for the predator to come. 
It sounds good. The messages sound good. The singing is good. Everybody's having a good time. But yet, you have deceptive spirits that have gone out. I I was listening to a a couple old songs from the world as I was preparing this message. And I remember the temptations. And they said, smiling faces. Still lies. And then I remember the old song, Backstabbers. They smile in your face. All the time they want to take your place. Backstabbers. People that will smile with you. Always grinning. Always skinning and showing their teeth. Always in your face. Be weary. Beware. That some are in sheep's clothing. But underneath. The true person is that Bobby Womack said it best. Bobby Womack said, I, I wish he didn't trust me so much. He says, and listen to this, this is such a contradictory song. He says, I'm the best friend he's got. He trusts me with his life and even leaves me with his wife. I think he really trusts me too much. Bible says, how could he be so blind? For you see, we have the same taste. When he goes on his business trips, Bible had the audacity to say, I hope he doesn't return. And and, and, and so my brothers and sisters, we must have that curiosity in our mind and our spiritual antennas always in tune and ready because what we've discovered in life is that uh, God's people are not trying these spirits that come to us. There are people that pray, P-R-E-Y, on the church. Uh, they come with stirrers. Everybody's got a stir. Everybody got is, woe is me, can you help me? And, and, and because people know that God has charged us to help people, uh, deceptiveness comes to the church. Oh, pastor, can you help me? Uh, let me tell you my story. And, and, and because I'm a compassionate man, especially when I first started pastoring, uh, we wanted to help everybody. But, but I've learned <laughs> that God helps those that help themselves. When you get up, God will lead you. But as long as people stay on their back and crying and making an excuse, the man that pulled up Bethesda for 38 years, he had an excuse why he couldn't be made well. And so my point, my brothers and sisters, is when people bring their stories to you, uh, you need to be prepared. When persons say they want to know you, want to get to know you, know you, and, and they're always inquiring about your life, uh, your, your schedule, your routine, sometimes deceptiveness is in the back of their mind. And so we must want test. How does one test a spirit? To see if it be of God. Well, that's when we start to get the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, are they producing anything that looked like the Spirit of God? Do you see love? Do you see joy? Peace? 
forbearance or, or allowing people to make mistakes and forgive them? Do you see kindness? Do you see goodness? Do you see faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? So let's let's look at those. Let's let's unpack Galatians 5, 22 through 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And so we look for people on and how they respond in conversation, in communication with you and with others. Pay attention to their love language. Are they sounding like God or like Satan? Do they have hatred in their heart for another person? And here's one thing I've learned about people in terms of deceptiveness. Uh, I was taught this years ago. If, if, if they bring, bring a bone, they'll carry a bone. If, if they come to you talking about somebody else, they'll go to somebody else talking about you. And so that spirit is not of God. Joy. Do they come across as being joyous? Examine the joy that's in them or the lack thereof. You see, when people are lacking joy, <laughs> there's some pain that's suppressing that joy. And, it, it, and if you're not careful, you're not prayerful, and you don't discern and examine and see that this is a joyless person, this person just might hurt you. They got stirrers, so we see no joy emanating from their hearts. Uh, uh, they're always down, and they always have a bad day, never good day. Examine the joy. Peace. I was watching a Netflix uh, movie the other day, and, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, but one of the characters said, when you have peace about yesterday, you can live in today. When there's baggage, and, and you prove, prove me test as well. When you prove by testing and trying that person, getting a, an assessment of, of their yesterday thoughts, and if it sounds like it's a bag on their shoulder and they're still carrying it, perhaps you need to step back. Say, wait a minute, this person's got excess baggage, more than a normal person. They're still talking about 1982 woes, 1997 pain and discomforts of life. Uh, they don't have peace with life. Scrutinize the conversation. Don't just uh, allow people to just say stuff and you not ask questions. See, a good conversation requires some probing. So, Brother John, why do you feel like she broke your heart 38 years ago and you had no other life and you gave up on life? What led you to that place of discomfort where all your jaw was sapped from you? That, that, that isn't a person on earth that should be able to sap your joy from you and your peace so much so that you can't move forward with life and start bearing the fruit of the spirit. Now, forbearance is, is important. And we understand this from a student loan perspective. Uh, you can make a request to delay your payments for an extended period of time. And so forbearance is very critical for us as we 
test, examine, prove, and scrutinize the spirit that's before us. You see, if a person uh, does not have the spirit of forbearance, if they can't forgive and and, and let that person go on with life, and, and so that 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 pain just won't let them be at peace with their fellow man. You 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 better pay attention, cause this person may be dangerous for you. We watch movies sometimes where we see a woman fall head over heels for a man and he has his persona. He he's so kind and and and, and seemingly so helpful with her children. And then she moves him in the house. <laughs> Beware of false prophets. All of a sudden this man flips the script. All of a sudden he angry he's giving the kids a hard time and now you're in so deep and you don't know how to get this person out of your house out of your life because we got disarmed by the charm uh i tell people and i've learned this myself that um you need to spend some time through every season before you commit to anybody see anybody can put on a good show for six months nine months they don't mind forbearing who they really are i, I don't mind putting on this i have an agenda and so i've got to convince you that i'm a good person if i can put on that air long enough to mask the real me and so pay attention don't just take people at their word when people say they're gonna do something and they don't come through, and every time there's an excuse, you better watch that person. K- kindness, another component of the fruit of the spirit. Can a person be kind for a season? They certainly can. But longevity will bear out a kindness of a person's heart. You see, I, I'm a believer that it takes time to get to know a person. And, and sometimes we make our move too soon. Sometimes we jump right in to the fiery furnace, not realizing we've been deceived. Women deceive, men deceive. And so we must have our spiritual antennas up and listening. Do you see anything that looks like kindness? Kindness should 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 always be exposed in a believer's life. You, we should always find in our heart to be kind to one another, tenderhearted towards one another. Uh, my brothers and sisters, it doesn't cost us a dime to be kind. Goodness. Don't confuse goodness with calling yourself good. Because Jesus says, why call me good? Nobody's good but the Father. So what does goodness even look like? Well, my brothers and sisters, that, that word goodness can take on a life of its own. So if I say I want to do some good deeds, I want to help somebody without my left hand on my right hand doing without sound or trumpet. That's 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 just goodness. Uh, if I want to bless some family uh, for the holidays, just doing good things, being kind. You, we must be aware. And let me say this about the church: it's not always about the pastor. It's not always about. The pastor getting gifts. The pastor being 
showered with blessings. Sometimes the pastor ought to show some kindness and goodness toward the members. Pastors ought to have the same spirit that we require our members to have. We should show kindness. We should show goodness. We should write a check every now and then to bless somebody. We should visit people and, and be there for people and listen to people. And we do that well. But when it comes to being a blessing, Oh, watch that pastor you sit on there, that, that, that self-centered pastor that everything is about me. The world evolves around me. This church evolves around me. You need a pastor that has kindness and goodness in his or her heart. Be not deceived by false prophets. And my brothers and sisters, as I hurry on now, faithfulness. Let's talk about faithfulness in a human perspective and a spiritual you know when we are faithful to each other in a relationship that simply means for me i have eyes only for you i'm committed to you in a loving relationship but then faithfulness to god be ye faithful unto death See, I'm looking for my crown of life because I remain faithful. Uh, if you if you're a Christian and you're a believer and you start dating someone and and they don't really believe in the fellowship with the saints, they don't believe in Bible study, they don't believe in prayer time, then brothers and sisters, I don't care how good looking she is, I don't care how fine he is, you're asking for trouble because y'all don't line up. Light and darkness cannot walk together except they agree. So somebody is compromising if they're not faithful to God and you're supposed to be faithful to God, eventually that person will pull you in to their dark world. Faithfulness. And then gentleness. How gentle is that person, your friend, your family member, uh, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend? Uh, do you see gentleness coming from them? Are they gentle with their words? Oftentimes we, we put gentleness in a category that escapes words. Gentle with words. Gentle with how they handle you. And then I'll close with the last one. Self-control. Now, that was always a struggle for me when I was young. I was more flesh than faith. Therefore, the spirit man took a back seat and I, I would lose what I call self-control. I, I, I lashed out at people. I, I raised all kinds of chaos and fussing and fighting. And, and, and I'll just say it, raising hell, as it said it when I was growing up. But, 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 but we've got to be mindful of the fact that self-control is a part of the fruit of the spirit. A person says, I just can't help myself. Be leery. When a person makes excuses and says, I am that I am, and God's not through with me yet, we're oftentimes using those as, as, as a crutch to continue to be out of control, that, that I'm not done yet. And no, nobody's done. We all are progressive saints. We're, that's the highest level we'll ever be on this side, progressively being sanctified day by day. So, so brothers and sisters, I urge you, as you deal with people, you deal with life, you deal with marriage and dating and, and, and friends, that you keep your spiritual antenna up 
and you remain conscious of who you are and whose you are. Because let me tell you something as I leave you. If you know your identity, you won't have an identity crisis when you meet a person that doesn't line up with who you say you are. If you believe in the fruit of the spirit, if you believe that you you love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and, 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 and that you believe that I must have a relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ, then you have a solid foundation. And therefore, as you test this person, as you examine that friendship, that relationship, that courtship, and you prove it and you scrutinize it, if it doesn't line up, if you see signs that they're more flesh than faith, then you might want to run for your life. You might want to flee from that person. Um, but be mindful. Deception is in the land, from the pulpit to the streets. That there are hustlers in the pulpit. There are hustlers on the street. There are people that are designed to deceive you, to take what you have, to destroy you, and even kill you. The thief is deceptive. The thief is cunning, my brothers and sisters. So keep your mind, stay on the Lord, and trust in the Lord. Stay on the battlefield. It's been the Redeemed Community Church. Located at 6254 House Ferry Road in Mobile, Alabama. I pray you have a blessed weekend and remember to worship the Lord on tomorrow. Stay on the battlefield and trust in the Lord. Until next Saturday. We love you and we look forward to the next Saturday's broadcast. We share the word with you.